So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll start now, and when he gets back, he gets back. Uh, we're doing a downtime episode today, Bama Lamb. A downtime. Who wants? Who wants to go first? Uh, I do because my plan thing is kind of boring. Okay. Um, as I stated last time, I am just literally going to go get my license renewed. And I looked up how to do this in California. And since it has been more than two months since my license expired, um, I have to go in person and I have to bring a driver's license application. I have to schedule an appointment and I have to bring identification documents and proof of legal presence, my social security card, uh, two proofs of California residency, um, and uh, $36. Oh, is that all? That is all, yes. You don't have to take a test? No, I actually specifically checked for that. Um, I just have to refill out the application. That's real unfortunate. Uh, Alright. Uh, I am going to have to go buy a car, though, so we can get weird with that. You are going to have to buy a car. Uh, but you first have to brave the DMV. Yay! Fortunately, I am required to schedule an appointment. Mm-hmm. But I you am still got to stand in line. Yeah. DMV, the place Roll for DMV. everyone loves. Everyone loves the DMV. It's the happiest place on earth. If you have any podcasts to catch up on, there's no better place. Yeah. Um, if you need suggestions, I know this podcast. great actual boy podcast. <laughs> that would be rolling in 2012. Hush. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, I'm just standing in line. I've got like... Or sitting, I've taken... Uh, I'm just waiting for my fucking turn, and I am checking, catching up on podcasts. Yeah, so you take a seat. Uh, there's like 15 people ahead of you, because even with an appointment, the DMV is never an expedient experience. Never. Uh... Last time I was there, I waited an hour. I just renewing my license. It took like five minutes once it was actually done, but it took an hour to wait. Yeah. I'm even busy with like ten other people there. So as you are, as you are sort of sitting there, uh, looking around, catching up on your podcasts, uh, a a not of anxiety forms in your stomach and you can't you can't quite figure out what's causing it something about the people here in the DMV is setting you off and it's it's not like none of them are staring at you from what you can see none of them are like pointing and whispering or anything it's just something about some of these faces is bothering you yeah. Um, I look down to make sure this isn't a dream and I'm not naked. No, you are fully what? clothed. What? No, Your shut documentation up. is present. 
Okay. I'm not sure if Everything that's is the correct worse. color. Uh, I want to look around and see if I can spot anything that's... We'll just see what looks out of place or just try... I'm just making a general look around. Uh... Give me a... Yeah, give me a sharp roll. Okay. I am sharp as hell. I am a knife. I will be the judge of that. Alright, that's a nine. So as you scan with a with a bit more scrutiny um, it's it takes you a while to realize it but it's how can I put this uh, they're not staring at you there there are there's maybe five you can count you can pick out five after enough time people here in the DMV who they're not staring at you, but as they, you know, rotate their head, trying to find some sort of entertainment in here that isn't on their phones, uh, their eyes linger on you a bit too long every single time. And it's always the same five people doing it. Do I recognize any of these people? (sighs) It's, it's a little hard to place because ten years is a long time. Ten but, years. But if it, you feel like some of these faces might be familiar, okay. Um, Steiner is nervous, but he also had to wait like a week for this appointment, so. He's just going to sit there and try to make himself try try to not make himself small, but try to like shrink his presence, I guess. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I get it. Just sort of make yourself appear less conspicuous. Yes. Thank you. Words. Uh, And none none of these people seem to be like making a move or anything. But whatever they're doing, it's all very, you know, they're not trying to make a scene. Then Steiner's not going to make a scene either. He's just going to sit and try to keep calm and just wait for his number to be called. Yep, yep. And uh, eventually your number is called. All right. I gather my documentation and I calmly, but not... Um, swiftly, but not too swiftly, make my way up to the counter. Briskly, I guess would be the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, your exchange to the counter doesn't, you know, it doesn't go awry. You present all your forms, and you pay the fee, and uh, you're sort of set into a second line to get your picture taken, and that doesn't take too, too long. Can I roll to see if I take a good picture or not? Please no. do. Roll me cool. No, right. no. I was going to say, no. roll cool. You can't, you can't roll to like, see if he takes a good picture. Nobody takes a good picture. It's an impossible well, roll. I took a good picture at the DMV. Steiner, That's also a nine. A pretty alright picture. Yeah, I'll accept that. <laughs> you do have to take your glasses off, and you've been wearing glasses for so long that you just think your face looks a little weird without them. I know, right? I switched to contacts, and now I put my glasses on. I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> All right, but yeah, I got my picture done. 
Uh, so I go up to the counter to await my temp license. Yeah, uh, if they print it out for you, like, basically immediately. As soon as your picture is taken, uh, you get your temp license. All right. And uh, uh, again, okay. gather my documentation, and I start to head for the door as yeah. inconspicuously and, uh, as possible. As as you make your way out, uh, you know, numbers continue to be called in one number, uh, a B29 or whatever the hell. Um, some guy gets up from one of the chairs and uh, just seems to be checking all the papers in his arms and you two in your haste to get out and him his not paying attention, you two bump into each other. Oh, um, my apologies, sir. I didn't see you. My, it was my misfortune. My mistake. Are uh, you alright? Uh, here, let me help yeah. you gather no, your papers. No, no. It's uh, just as much my fault. Please, please, please. And you, you both take a squat and are picking up all of your papers. I think this one is yours. Um, yep. That, okay. Yeah, thanks. Uh, okay, I think I have all of mine. You have all of yours. He takes a quick count. And, yeah, this this is everything. Okay. Well, once again, I am I'm very, very sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Um, no, no, I please. have to be going, though. My, I have a friend who is driving me here, and he is waiting for me. Uh, you have a wonderful day. Again, very, very sorry. Yeah, no, you have a good day, too, Professor. And he walks off to the desk. I freeze. Huh? What did you say? It's He's already, like, fallen into sort of the swamp of the DMV and is up at the desk getting his documents processed. I am out the door. I'm gone. I am heading toward my friends. I, I I had a friend drive me. I had like one of my professor friends drive me from work because I didn't want to do like an Uber or anything for this. And I am moving to his car with well, not running, but with haste, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no one harangues you on the way out the door. You can get to your ride and get out of here. Uh, I guess one of the, the other uh, robotics, one of the other engineering professors from fucking Caltech has given you a ride as you, you know, action slide into his car. Okay, as you action slide into his car. I'd slam the door maybe a little bit too hard. Uh, sorry, sorry. All right, doctor, you look as white as a sheet. Uh, I think, no, it's it's nothing. It's It's nothing. I just... That I saw someone I used to know, who shouldn't still be around. It, it's all right. It's just, um, yeah. Um, uh, let's just go. Let's just. Could you take me back to my apartment if they would? I thought we were headed to the dealership. Are you sure you're um, okay? And I don't know how long this dealership will take, and I don't want to press on you for any more time. I'll do it another day, another day. It's fine. It's fine. Let's just let's just go. I am kind of like right. looking around as I'm saying this, like in the All most right. conspicuous, I am nervous as hell possible thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he gives you the the side eye. He says, "Oh, if you're sure." And he yes, yes. drives you back home.
Okay. So it's a couple days later, and this time I did get an Uber, and I have headed out to, um, I don't know, some fucking Subaru dealership. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because uh, I have chosen as my car uh, the 2000, I guess 2013 Subaru Forester. Uh, Do you think so far in advance like this? It's fucking, like, late January, early February. I have no idea. I, no, I think the the, I, the 2013 models, would be from last year. If it was it's 2012, it's hmm. 2012 right now. I know. They usually sell them like it's, it's like they sell. Isn't that usually they sell them one year uh, advanced? Okay, hold on. I mean, I thought that's how it was. Maybe maybe it's only middle of the year when they start rolling out the next year's. I genuinely have no idea. Uh, in the fall of the previous year, for example, a 2021 model will debut in the fall of 2020. So, no, you'll still be getting a 2012 model. Okay. Okay, so yeah. All right, so a 2020... Or, not 20... Fuck you. 2012... <laughs> yeah. 2012 Subaru Forester, because my dad has, well, a 2019 one, and it's actually very nice. It rides nice. It's... Well, it's not the easiest cars to work on, but they're better than, like, GM or Ford, which are just a nightmare. I don't know why that... Mm-hmm. Uh, the madman puts those shit... puts those together. And Steiner seems like the kind of guy who would do his own minor repairs. I mean, he builds robots, he could fix a fucking car. Yeah, sure. Uh, cybernetics, co- internal combustion engines, basically all the same thing. I mean... What is a robot but a really advanced car? <laughs> no, I mean, like, basic machine... Like, you can probably machine replacement parts and... Yeah, I'm just, yeah at no. like, the very least, he changes his oil and his own tires like that. But he's not going to be, like, rebuilding an engine. He'd pay someone to do that. He doesn't have that kind of time. That's pretty reasonable. So, yeah. And they have, um, I think they call it a marine pearl blue, which is a really dark metallic blue that I like. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. Uh, so the uh, dealership guy shows you around and you pick up your car and you're... Uh, I hang around for like five hours waiting, for, waiting for them to run credit and all that shit. God. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, and you are sent like back inside after the test drive to um, like speak to an associate and get your paperwork filled out and uh, as you sit down at the desk to sign some forms uh, that asshole is sitting across from you I pretend not to notice him no I mean across from you at the desk he is the one who will be filling out paperwork with (laughs) oh Christ Is there someone else who could be? You know what? No, I'm just gonna pretend I don't know him because. I mean, to be fair, if I ever run into him, uh, like Grand is gonna be like, "Who are you again?" I'm sorry, I don't remember you. I'm just gonna smile and nod and pretend I have never met this man before. I just because what is he gonna do? Accuse? He's not gonna raise a stink at work. No, he's not. But uh, uh, he he is. He recognizes you. It's very obvious that he recognizes you from just oh, hi, his sure body language and facial features. Uh, but he is he is being professional as best he can. Uh, 
getting all of your paperwork filled out. Uh, and once he gets your name in print and signature, he looks at it and sort of hums to himself. I just uh, smiling and politely waiting. Do I recognize the tune he's humming? No, not. It's not a musical tune. It's like a hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you don't mean like me? Okay, so it's just like hmm, 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 yeah. hmm, 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 hmm. Yeah, hmm. I have hmm. your name now, motherfucker. Possibly hmm. your address. Uh, good luck. I don't actually live there, dipshit. <laughs> Uh, but you does he do. get the professor joke now, or does he get the doctor joke now? Is there like a is there like a glint of recognition as he sees Doctor Steiner? Do you, if you put Doctor Edwin Steiner in, of course your I put Doctor Steiner. I didn't go to evil medical school, medical school for seven years to be called to be called Mister Steiner. Thank you. <laughs> it was a that was an Austin Powers joke. It was okay. Uh, yeah, there there is like a small bit of recognition of oh that son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, and you do actually. Uh, he is wearing a. I thought you didn't go to medical school at all. Like a nameplate at his desk. Uh, and it says I know. that asshole. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> no, his his name is Dave. It's pronounced Ascul. It's French. There's no last name on any of his plates or anything, but his first name is Dave. From the forest. Dave, that asshole from the forest. That's what I've written down. Yeah, in uh, in Rando's handout, you will find him under Dave, Dave asshole. Colon, that mountain asshole. Dave Colin. That's his name. <laughs> But yeah, after the uh, some a, a very uh, terse exchange, uh, he hands you back your copy of all the paperwork, and uh, you are left alone for a few minutes. And eventually, the uh, guy who was out there on the lot with you uh, shows up and hands you off your keys. Excellent. Thank you again for your assistance, um, Dave. It has been a genuine pleasure. You have a wonderful day. I'm going to go enjoy my new automobile. Automobile, yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good one, sir. <laughs> and I walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go next? I mean, I guess I'll go next because mine is marginally more exciting than going to the DMV, but also uh, not like super duper thrilling um so i was like i colin was looking up like neat weird museums in the california air in like the la area and turns out there's a martial arts history museum in burbank so grant is gonna catch a bus or an oop probably a bus because it would be cheaper he's gonna catch a bus and uh, head on up to that okay yeah, it's, um, I can link this, their site to you. You don't really have on their site. like a subway system down there because of the earthquakes, right? They absolutely, there is absolutely no subway system in LA. Yeah. 
I didn't think there would there be. Are, but yeah. yeah. That's there what I was are thinking. buses and, and there are there is the Metro Link, which is sort of an above ground like tram slash train. Yeah. That's more in line of what I was thinking, because a subway system in an area that's earthquake prone seems like a terrible idea. Yeah, no, no. Uh, <laughs> it's a good way to die. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a bunch of like uh, cool stuff here that's like basically the history of various forms of martial arts and like how they've evolved and integrated themselves into um, American culture, like movies and stuff. So Grant being you know, uh, somebody who was big into Chinatown due to the reasons of, you know, learning magic from a Chinese magician uh, is kind of into that sort of stuff. So he's going to he's going to head on down that way and like, you know, look at the cool stuff there. I can't find any of their like special stuff that was happening in 2011. I don't think they really, you know, you can really find that sort of stuff out on their website, but it's still like relatively cool place yeah there's you know like a bunch bunch of samurai armor that you can see in there mm-hmm. um yeah not finding a whole lot of a whole lot on this website about like, it's a it's a pretty small it's like have. a yeah it's like a pretty small museum from the looks of things but like you know grant's the kind of person who like if if he's gonna go to this sort of spot he's gonna place he's gonna like read basically all of the plaques until he gets like super duper bored but like if he's interested in something like this it won't take him it'll take him a while to uh to get bored like that okay okay um let me see and while he's there he might buy something from the gift shop because i see the museum store what do you want to buy in the gift shop? Um, this uh, Gerald o- uh, Okamura DVD it looks like a biography of Gerald Okamura. I have no idea who that is, but he looks badass on the cover. So he's like, he's like this old guy holding a build sword. It's great. According to the Amazon.com description, officially called the scariest man alive by Black Belt Magazine. <laughs> nice. So yes. We, we that is. That is. We, we go behind the scenes of one of the most awesome Asian bad guys, Gerald Okamura. Oh, he was uh, the hatchet man in Big Trouble in Little China. Ah, oh, oh, dude. Yeah. I, I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Grant would be all about his biography, so he's like checking out the uh, the DVD, like reading the back, like, oh, hell yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, as you are uh, ringing, at, you know, you are cruising the gift shop and you grab your DVD and take it up to the counter and uh, the guy behind the counter rings you up and when he holds his hand out for a card, he pauses and cocks his head and it it takes the both of you a while to recognize each other because it's been a minute since he left your master's shop to go to the other side of the country oh it's, uh, it's another one of your master's students oh hey 
John Zhang. John Zhang. Okay. I thought you were going to say it was that asshole, and I was going to be like, this guy gets off ground. <laughs> it's also that asshole. I was, I was worried that it was going to be that asshole for a second until nope. she started saying, yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, John. Grant? What are you doing over here? I thought you hated the West Coast just on principle. Uh, still do, actually, but, you know, things happen. I got into some trouble with some birds. Ah, things happen with birds. I see. Yeah, things happen with birds. Are you... You're not, like, injured anything, are you? Oh, no, no, I'm I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, I found the birds over here to be actually way nicer than the ones over there. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't met any of them myself, but I've heard good things. Uh, California people in general seem to be a lot more chill about the whole everything. I don't know, I met this one asshole up at the mountains. I meant the ravens, but okay. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, the, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he sits up a little straighter and just like looks around the shop to make sure you're alone. He says, "So you, you still practicing?" Uh, not only am I still practicing, I'm based. I basically make most of my living off as a magical consultant for the Ravens. Right on. Right on. Uh, is this just like you doing gumshoe work, or you actually like getting your hands dirty in there? Sometimes I get my hands dirty, I charge extra for that. I don't like doing it, but as long as they're willing to show out, you know? Okay, okay. And I guess you've got some place to stay now? Uh, yeah, I'm actually uh, downtown LA right now, but um, occasionally I can, I'll crash over at my sister's place. Bitchin', bitchin'. You should, uh, and he, uh, pulls the receipt that was getting printed out and writes his name and phone number and address on the back of it and says, you should come hang out sometime. Yeah. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, wanna great s- takes see the... Want to see if you've gotten any better. Uh, yeah, probably have, uh, at least since the last time you saw me. Grant, what's your master's name? Um, I actually had that written down. If you give me a minute, uh... What was it? It was. It's uh, Gerald Okama, Okamura, actually. <laughs> Ironically <laughs> no. enough. No. Um, here, I, I it's something it like Ho or something, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was Ho. Like I, I have it like somewhere in uh, Ger- in my conversations with Chloe. But yeah, the last name is Ho. I remember right. that much. Yeah, I've just throwing him onto the Rando's handout. Mm-hmm. Former student of Sifu Ho. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, he goes, and Grant says, oh my god, like, do you know how terrible it is that I had to basically read all of the Harry Potter books even after I'd, like, gotten out of them? It was awful, just to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that always seemed really excessive to me. Listen, listen. You walk around New York City with a wand. Sometimes people ask questions, and then you sometimes have you have the say, wand out, Grant. You could just keep it in your dang backpack. 
Look, also, I you... like the implication that anyone in New York City would give a shit about somebody being weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe uh, the strongest argument of all. Yeah. Um, so, he goes, but yeah, I'll, I'll totally come by and uh, hang out sometime. Bitchin'. It'd be, it'd be nice to talk shop with somebody who knows what they're t- what the hell they're talking about. But you know, they don't have any wizards in the in the bird people for you to <laughs> not that I'm a- with. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, there is there is one gremlin, but I mean, we have more have like a friendly like bickering going on than talking shop thing going on. So, well, it's. I mean, the wizards are a bunch of chatty bitches. You know how that goes. I'm sure if you ask yeah. them questions. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and he claps you on the shoulder and waves by to you. All right. And and Grant heads on out. And it was, what was his name again? Just so that I can, uh, it it's was in Jason. It was, oh, oh, okay. It's in the rando's hand. No, all right. All right. All right. Cool. Just waiting to the end of that to chime in here. I'm uh, actually looking at Gerald's IMDb page right now, and I, and this is how I found out that they made a Samurai Cop two in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's called Samurai Cop two: Deadly Vengeance. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, Roxanne. Yes. Do you want to do your thing, or do you want to do my thing? What's your thing? I'm more interested in what your thing is going to be, actually. So, well, now I want to know what your thing is. I wasn't really sure what my thing was going to be. Um, like, how long has it been since that time I went to the music, uh, the, you know, the music shop? Uh, so that would have been sometime in the first half of January. So it hasn't been a month yet. Not quite, no. Okay. I just wanted... Yeah. I wanted to keep track of my bet. (laughs) Okay, no, let's do your thing. Okay. Okay. Um, So, you... You had said to me before that you intended to hang out at the safe house sometimes? Right. You know, uh, uh... You are at the safe house. Right, okay. Yeah, no, I, um... I wanted to talk to Emery and Magpie about what sort of happened in the Deadlands, because I never really actually mentioned it to them. Mm-hmm. And how I'm kind of have kind of interested in maybe going back sometime, but I don't really have my own way in there. And see if what right. their perspective on it is. It's what I'm trying for here. Okay, so uh, you've been at the the safe house for I don't know, let's say an hour at this point. Uh, Emery greets you with food and drink because they're just they're a hospitable person. Mm-hmm. Magpie is fussing with Milo. Naturally. And, uh, you are. You are invited to start conversations at any point. <laughs> so, uh... Hey, Emery, remember when 
most of us, not including yourself and Magpie, uh, went to the Deadlands. Yeah? Something kind of odd happened there. Um, I get the impression this isn't normal at the very least. Uh, <laughs> I kind of started to feel this real constant pain in my head there. And not like, I'm not talking like, oh, I got a migraine while I was, you know, in hell. Um, <laughs> like something was very, very wrong. And the, the sultans of the Deadlands, they seemed interested in what was going on. And they sort of invited me to come back to speak to them. Yeah, that's, uh, un- unusual. Um, you've, uh, I've certainly n- never heard of either of those things before. Well, uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe I should be upfront here then. I know that in a group of people that hunt monsters for a living, the word normal is kind of a loaded term, but I'm not exactly normal. I was... How I put this? You know how you sort of just know how to breathe? For the most part? It's something that happens without you knowing it. Yeah, instinct, reflex. Right. Well, well, I... It's sort of hard to talk about. It's... I'm not exactly human, and that's not weird, obviously, but I... I got this... mission. I've talked about it a couple times, but... Like a like a holy mission, I guess you might say you might call it. I I hate throwing around that word. And I think maybe something about what I am doesn't react well to being in the Deadlands. Well, well. Uh... Unfortunately, I can't uh, think uh, of a way for you to to learn more without going back. I'm not against going back, but it doesn't feel like I could in good conscience ask you to ask you or anyone to send me back without knowing what's going on here. Plus, it's kind of an odd request. Hey, can you send me to the Deadlands for non-disclosed reasons? Well, it's it's not uh, a, a, a difficult process crafting a door to the Deadlands, according to right. Magpie, at least. So you you could uh, come and go, so long as uh, you make sure that we will be. 
around to watch the door. Right. Right. Okay. Um. And it's it's at this moment, Roxanne. Mm-hmm. You you smell copper. Copper. Yeah, you get this sort of hot metallic smell in your nose. Right. Okay. Uh, and there is a a slight hissing coming from just outside the door. Like the front door or the door to the room we're in? The the front door. And it doesn't appear that uh, Magpie or Emery have cottoned on to it. Um, okay. Hey, uh, I think somebody might be here for me. I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm, I'm gonna have to ex- excuse myself. Sorry. Yeah, of of course. Oh, I'm gonna go to the door and open it then. Uh, there's there's no one out the door, and as you mm-hmm. scan about, uh, there is an envelope sitting on the welcome mat, mm-hmm. but it's not made of paper, or at least not printer paper. Right. It's very old. Very old sort of parchment paper. I'm gonna it's sealed oh. with wax. Does the wax have a seal? Is it anything recognizable? Nothing that you recognize. It's I'm some just gonna... some sort of rune that you have never seen before. Well, nothing to be found by staring at an envelope. I guess I'll just open it then. All right. Uh... It is a small missive addressed to you by name. Uh, and it says, Attention, Roxanne Harrison. You, Your presence is officially requested in the Palace of the Deadland Sultans by Sultan Cleopatra. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess that solves the problem of when. Best not to keep somebody waiting. Ah. Uh. I guess I'm going to head back in and show the letter to Emery then and see what they have to say about it. I kind of didn't expect you to broach the topic of the thing I was going to have you go do. Well, it was something that I needed to talk about anyway, and it's like... I don't know. Emery seems like something that Roxanne would... Emery seems like someone... Why did I say something? Someone that Roxanne would be more willing to talk to than her weirdo brother. Alright. And she, she's kind of in the habit of not really telling her brother what's going on anyway. That's fair. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll... I'll, uh, show Emery the letter and go see if I can get Magpie to open the door for me. Emery is fucking gobsmacked, because they have never heard of something like this happening before. Oh, well. I'm sure it's... I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. 
yeah. Do you um want me to call one of the others to escort you, or are you going to be um oh okay by yourself? I think it's best if I go by myself. I don't. Grant doesn't really know about this stuff, and I don't want to worry him, you know? Sure, sure. And it's probably best if Dr. Steiner doesn't know either. I'll I'll just go by myself. I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't think they would invite me to, to go if they... I don't think they would bother sending a formal invitation if they had anything untoward planned. You don't think? Uh, I, um, don't make it my, uh, don't, don't make a habit of trying to, uh, guess the, the machinations of this sultans. Yeah, fair enough. It's reverse vampire rules, they have to invite you in. (laughs) I mean... When you are literal, I guess royalty counts, right? I, when you're royalty, that does that is kind of how it works, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go on an adventure. Unless, okay. Uh, unless uh, one of you like actually wants to come and would think it'd be interesting to come. I was just sort of. Uh, I'm. I'm certain that uh, the the both of us would like to. Uh, no, no, no. That was you, that but... was an out of character thing. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I don't want to just like go. No, no, I'll go myself. But then, like, I just realized, yeah, this, you know, this is a Roxanne thing. Roxanne can make decisions about who she wants to be and where. Fair enough. I just wanted to go for the thing that would be most interesting for everybody. Alright, uh, so Magpie gets out her magic chalk and sketches the door, and as she pulls open the doorway to the safe zone, uh, we're gonna cut your event in half because it's gonna be kinda long. Fair enough. So, uh, Ape or Colin, who wants to do their thing next? I guess I'll do my thing. Okay. Um, so, Grant. Mm-hmm. You you are working your street art in, I'm going to say Grand Park, which is pretty close to where you're at in Little Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Grant Park? No, yes. Grant. That's exactly. Oh. I actually think that's where I said I was working it earlier, so that tracks. All right. Uh, and you are currently absorbed in what may be your best piece to date, uh, making the, the, the Chinese theater. Yeah. Uh, getting, getting all those strong reds down with the, the walk of fame in front of it. Mm-hmm. And it takes you a little while to realize, uh, no one has even walked by your table in a few minutes. You've had your head down the whole time focusing, but no one's walked up. Uh, alright. This is weird. Usually this place is packed. Usually can't keep the paintings on the table. 
And as you look up from your concentration after noticing this oddity, uh, you realize that you're surrounded. There's about there is a ring of about twenty people uh, standing with their backs to you, and in front of you are a pair of Hispanic gentlemen. One of them seems to be in his like mid fifties, and the other is in his like early twenties. Hi. Actually, I, I... actually not early twenties. I'm going to say late teens. Okay. Hi. Can I help you? And the the older guy uh, steps forward and checks his phone and looks up at you and says, "You're uh, <laughs> you're Grant, right?" Uh, depends who's asking. So that's a yes, then. That's not a yes. That's a depends who's asking. That's certainly a yes, young man. <laughs> you uh. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be able to play funny with me. All right. Who are you? Why don't you? Uh, why don't you pack up your stuff and uh, come for a drive with us? And I'm guessing this isn't really a request the way that you made it sound, but rather a okay, fine. Well, it's it's, it's certainly a request. It's just. If you choose to say no, uh, your friends back on the East Coast are going to know where you are. Oh, so it's really not a request. Okay, I say as I start put, putting the uh, the spray paint cans in my backpack and like folding up my uh, table. Uh, the older guy sort of chuckles to himself and doesn't doesn't talk while you pack up. All right. And uh, the sort of small crowd that is surrounding you escorts you out to the street. And uh, there's a line of cars parked on the closest sidewalk. And uh, okay. Grant has angered amongst- the street performer mafia. <laughs> You're not entirely wrong. (laughs) Uh, As you come up to this line of cars and you scan them, you recognize one of the cars in particular. Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's from from the one that was following you earlier, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Okay. That's not the one you get into, though. You get into a, a much nicer looking car. Newer, sleeker, you are pushed in second. You know, there's one one big guy goes in, and then you go in, and then a second big guy goes in, and then the, the two gentlemen who are standing across from you go in, and all of the other people who are standing around you pile into other cars and take off. Okay. And it's a lovely parade for Grant. Hooray! Hooray! Yay! I think it's just peachy. They're actually just asking if you want to join their multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, man. <laughs> Everybody it's loves a, it's, it's It's a reverse. It's not a pyramid scheme. You see, it's a cone. You start the, the, the big parts on the top, and you work your way down. Of course. Of course. <laughs> you are currently sat across from uh, 
two dudes and are have two big dudes uh, sitting to your left and right. And the, the older gentleman leans forward and asks you, so how are you enjoying Los Angeles so far? Uh, well, the pizza's not great. It's way too hot. Uh, it's not noisy enough. There's way too many suburbs around here. It's not big enough. Uh, and it's, it's weird when I wake up in the middle of the night and my apartment is shaking. It shouldn't shake. Things shouldn't shake like that. I mean, aside from that, I guess it's all right, question mark. The, uh, the younger man for the... Or I shouldn't say man. He is a boy. Uh, the, the younger guy sort of like scratches at the back of his head and mutters under his breath. There are more earthquakes lately. So, I'm sorry, what? No. She <laughs> waves his hand. He's like, no, no, no. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. And the, the, the older man... As you were listing off all of these complaints, he was just sort of quietly laughing under his breath. He <laughs> uh, says, well, it's it sounds like you're adjusting about as well as everybody else who's come over from the East Coast. Yeah. And, uh... So, I'm sorry, what is your name? I, like, you know mine. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage here. Can I have at least your name, please? Oh, of, uh, of course, of course. Where are my manners? What is... And and he, like, spreads his hands out, like, towards all three of you that are sitting across from him and says, what is wrong with me today? And the, the, the two big guys, like, kind of laugh at that. <laughs> the, the laugh where they're, they're not sure that if they laugh any harder, they'll get, like, murdered later for it. It's it's about that. Yeah. Okay. And from his seated position, he does sort of a like a you know one of those bows where you bring your hand across the chest. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, "My name is Miguel Granz, uh, and this is my grandson Damien." Okay. It's a pleasure to properly meet you. Uh. The, uh we heard about your exodus the the day that it happened, and we got a uh, a request to keep our eyes open. And here you are, wandering my city streets. Uh, it's not exactly wandering. I kind of know my way around, at least downtown LA now. So, <laughs> well, you are certainly wandering when we found you. Well, I mean. I was, knew where I was going then, but then I saw when your car is following me. Sitting so- next to you, just like nudges you with his elbow as you oh, start fine. arguing. Whatever. <laughs> just talking semantics. That's all. Uh, those names are in randos now. Yeah, I saw. I also wrote them down in my own notes. Miguel says we are uh, a small family who uh, of individuals with talents quite similar to your own. Okay. M- magicians, sorcerers, wizards. Oh, okay. God, thank... Okay. Army clowns. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not 
super duper relieved because it's still a scary thing to be in here surrounded by men uh like with magical talent that, that are like could easily just like you know throw me out of the car as it moves to like 80 miles an hour that wouldn't be nice but like to know that like when you say fam you don't mean vampire that's, that's great oh, okay no 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 uh, and at this point, the car pulls to a stop, and you are outside of a an apartment building. And he says, oh, uh, we should continue this conversation inside. And you all uh, pile out of the car. You are brought inside. Uh, there's still the fucking 20 people who were standing in a circle around you before. Uh, mm-hmm. And they, not all twenty, not all like twenty-five of you, but a bunch of you pile into an elevator, and you assume everybody else is going to come up on subsequent trips. And you go up a couple floors, and uh, it's, it's like the f- floor of the apartment you're on. All the walls have been knocked down. It's a big open plan. There's no discrete rooms on this floor. Love what you've done with the place. Needs a couple throw rugs, though. Well, uh, we uh, prefer to keep things a bit lighter. There's the the furniture in this room. You can see Grant is pretty sparse. There is There are, like, two couches on this entire floor, and then a bunch of just, like, pop-up metal chairs and, like, milk crates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's already a bunch of people just sitting around and it's it's a pretty uh, diverse group uh, it's not just a bunch of dudes there's there's men there's women uh, there's you know I don't want to keep selling non-people's bo- as or I don't want to keep selling non-binary people as androgynous because that's shitty and incorrect but like I don't know other ways to work that yeah. in uh, but yeah there's uh, the there's a whole lot of uh, Hispanic individuals, but there's uh, like a couple of white people and, you know, a couple handfuls of black people, uh, a few Asian guys. Um, and they're all dressed in a bunch of different ways. There's some people who are just in like sweatpants and tank tops. There's some people who seem that they like work corner office jobs with how nicely and sharply they're dressed. Uh, Miguel, for what it's worth, is just in like sort of a comfortable looking polo and some slacks and like a pair of loafers and you are escorted over to the couch Uh, the couch is pressed uh, up against a wall and there is a rug underneath it and you are told to sit and uh, Miguel actually takes one of the metal chairs to sit across from you okay does he sit backwards, uh, flip his cap around, and go, So, magic is cool, but have you heard about a man named Jesus? <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> no, no. He is, uh, he's not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah. Grant sits, because, like, it's like he he's a wizard. He could get out of a situation with, like, one, maybe two people without, like, doing some horrible shit, but like, no, there's an entire room full of people here. Just, you mm. you count close to 40 after the people who are downstairs file in. 
Uh, yep, yep, yep. Nope. There's no way I'm getting out of this without a fight a lot. There's no way I'm fighting my way out of this and getting out of Yeah, life. you, uh... Violence is not the answer here. No, no, violence is definitely not the answer. Nor is trying to escape, because that would just probably anger them and have them kill me anyway. Or, you know, give the the birds over in, uh, in New York City a ring, which would also be as good as killing me. Yeah, so you sit down, and Miguel's, uh sits down across from you. Damien stands uh, sort of behind him and to his left, and uh, everybody just sort of finds a place to hang out, like uh, a wall to lean against, a milk crate to sit down. Some people like lean, like sit down against a wall and appear to try to take a nap. Like everybody's just sort of doing their own thing. A couple people are munching on some snacks. Okay. Says yes. And they wheel out a big cake. Happy birthday to <laughs> you! Remembered. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. This is this is anti-celebration hours. No. Grant's birthday's in the fall anyway. So, um, Miguel says uh, we are unfortunately not the entirety, but almost the entirety of the wizard population in. Uh, the city of Los Angeles. And we... Okay. We look out for each other. We uh, look out for each other and those of us without our talents who can't look out for themselves. And unfortunately, keeping something like this organization alive takes a lot of work, a lot of resources... And we are always looking for more hands. So you want me to join your club? Uh, essentially, yes. If we, uh, if we have a need of your set of hands, we would like to be able to call on you. Alright, uh... Do you realize I don't play well with bosses and managers and like basically rules outside my own, right? Like, I don't know if you've heard, but like the only real job I've ever had, I got fired from for telling a guy to go fuck himself. <laughs> it's hilarious, actually. Yes, I'm. Mm, it sounds absolutely hilarious. Uh, no, no, no. Just to be clear, I am for sure not telling you to go fuck yourself. I, that's, that's just so everybody in this room is clear. Not saying that to him. This thing I said to another guy. And I, uh, I hope that level of discretion will uh, continue to present itself during your stay here. Because, uh, frankly, Grant Harrison, I don't especially give a fuck if you take directions well. I, I, I don't... I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't like being strong-armed. I don't like being told what to do by people who like to throw their weight around. If you want my help, you can do what the Ravens do, and you can hire me as a consultant. 
I'll give you discounted rates because, quite frankly, I charge the Ravens a ludicrous amount of money because I know they confront it. But officially, I kind of have to politely decline. He reaches into his back pocket and pulls out a cell phone. He unlocks it and looks at you and says, Last chance, kid. I'll take my chance with Way. Can I go now? I don't need to be here while you make for you to make that call. All right. Well, it was definitely not fun, but it was informative. So, uh, thank you. Uh, and then I start walking out, and um, and I turn around and I'm like, "Oh, um, so you said most of the wizards here, most of the wizards in LA are here, right? Not in this building, in our family, but they're they're part of you. They're they're part of your group, right? Yes. Your name was Miguel Grands. Yes." All right. Um, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna pull a big fucking manipulate someone here. I'm like, all right. I'm sure the DHEA would be would love to hear that. Uh, I'll need a fucking roll for that. Yeah, no, that's why I'm saying it's a big manipulate someone. And guess what? I am willing to burn on if this does not succeed because it probably won't because I have a minus one to it. Yeah, I'm going to burn a luck on that. <laughs> uh, so, so what you say, DHEA, uh, everybody in the room, their, their body language changes instantly. Like you have, you have now labeled yourself as, oh, we shouldn't let this guy leave the building. Uh, but, so, but at that, at that moment, or, uh, a, you know, a bunch and a bunch of people like start getting ready to cast at you, but Miguel uh, raises a hand, and everybody they don't get less tense, but they do get less ready to fire. They would be lowering their guns if they were holding them. And he says, "Yeah, all right, you know what, kid? You got balls. I like that." Dumb as shit, but you got balls. <laughs> Come sit down. Let's talk. Let's talk business, kid. All right. All right. Uh, I move over and I sit back down because, like, I'm not going to, like, directly disobey his orders, especially since they're all ready to shoot my ass with magic. Um, so I sit down and I go, all right. So, again, here's the deal. You can hire me as a consultant. It will be at a discount rate from what I give the Ravens. And uh, as long as I'm not an official part of your club and can just reject a job that I don't like, as long as you don't call the Ravens in New York or, you know, anywhere that would like to come get me, I won't even tell the... I won't even know your name if the DHA comes calling. And he he leans back in his hair and he crosses his arms across his chest and he like fucking man spreads like a champ. 
that wide sitting stance as he considers your words. His knee pinned up behind him. Uh, and he rolls his tongue around in his mouth and uh, looks up at the ceiling. He says, I like you, Harrison. Sh- sure. Got yourself a deal. All right. I slowly reach out to shake his hand. I'm not going to make it a sudden movement to make it look like I'm about to, like, destroy him since everybody here is probably still ready to kill me. He, uh, he reaches back, uh, like, holds a hand backwards uh, to Damien, and Damien pulls a couple items out of his pocket, and he puts them into Miguel's hand, and then Miguel uh, brings them into your hand as he shakes your hand and says, welcome to... Mm-hmm. And he says... Welcome to Las Estrellas. Unofficially, of course. <laughs> sure thing, kid. And as you pull your hand away, you have two items. You have a, a shitty little flip phone. And, mm-hmm. a pi- and a pin. And as you examine the pin and look up from it, a bunch of other people in the room uh, flash the same looking pin at you. It's a, it's a sort of like matte burnished brass it is an eight pointed star where the star where the points that are up and down are longer than the ones going diagonally and it's sort of diamond shaped okay i can picture it yeah keep it on you and uh keep that phone on okay well uh we'll be in touch Alright. And then Grant starts uh, heading on out as long as he's not stopped. Yeah, no. You are you are allowed to leave. And as soon as I am out of eye and earshot of them, uh, Grant goes, Oh my god, I cannot believe I threatened them with the DHEL. God, that was stupid. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, that's... Uh... That's what we're doing with Grant's luck, luck points. And, uh... <laughs> we have... You have already put the next one in my mouth. Yes, I've already put the next... I'm not going to, like, take a four. Oh, that's play. I should mark an experience point for that. I'm not going to take a four in a room full of people who want to kill me at a moment's notice. I just want to... Just want the next luck point thing to also be resolved by luck point until you run out and then you're just really, <laughs> really, really screwed. It's like if you fucking got a credit card to pay off your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> you're done here. Yeah, essentially. If I just keep getting credit cards until I die, this plan will work. <laughs> Randos is officially updated with that information. Okay. Steiner. Yo. Uh, we're going to do the thing I have planned for you now. Alrighty. Uh, it's going to be considerably lighter fare. Okay, uh, I'm not going to be threatened by wizard mafia. No. No, no wizard I'm gang. Science mafia then. <laughs> You haven't burned a luck point yet. 
It'll be a gang of cyberpunks. No, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Steiner's hobby today. Okay. Uh so, Steiner, I understand that you like to speedrun video games as okay. you know as a hobby. Yeah, so okay, so I threw this out as like an afterthought when we were making our characters, as I decided that Steiner would be the kind of person that would like to basically break open video games to see how they work, and that would kind of naturally lead to speedrunning. And he's not competitive. He doesn't get into the competitive scene, but he just, it's like a thing that he does to kill time. And... Let me think. Uh, Ocarina of Time is the first game that comes to Alright. Say he's playing around with bombs or something, try to figure out some skips. I have no idea. Uh, There is such a thing as a bomb long jump. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. know. When was that discovered, actually? Uh, Let me look at find out. Doesn't seem to be any information on it. you think this was one thing would be incredibly documented because, you know, nerds. But I guess not. So you know what? It's now discovered by Steiner. Ah. Because I'm the god here. Fucking furial. So yeah. Okay, so Steiner is messing around with Orgorine of Time and accidentally discovers how to long bomb jump. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, so, do you like keep track of like the speedrunning community writ large? Oh yeah, they'd have the whole little tricks and stuff. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, is there much of a speedrunning community in 2012? Oh yeah. I think AGDQ started in like 10 or 11 or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, so it's been going on for a while. Uh, Shout out to Dr. Edmund Steiner for discovering this, and we call it the Steiner Jump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, uh, the first run uploaded to Speed Demos Archive was uploaded in January 2011. Hmm, cool. Cool. That was that was for Quake, yeah. So, do you mess around with uh, like N sixty four games in general, or do you just like is it just? Oh man, I want to say that Doctor Steiner knows what he grew up with. Well, not grew up with him since he was an adult fucking man when they this stuff happened. But yeah, so mainly, yeah, let's say he messes mostly with uh, NES. Super NES and N64 stuff. Okay. Uh, it was actually popular in Germany in the 90s. God, that's a whole fucking thing. I could. That's a whole rabbit hole you could fall down. You get, like, an alert on your phone that there has been a new run submitted to Speed Demos Archive for, Ooh. let's say, Mega Man Legends. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, um... I'm just... I'm not actually doing a speed right now. I'm just testing things out. So, yeah, I'll put that down and go check that out. Yeah. So, uh... It's a... It's a huge... Uh... Time save... Uh... From the, uh... Previous one. It's, uh... It's basically made... Uh... Like low percent runs possible. It's some new clip through into the final dungeon. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but as you are as you are watching it, um, something about the the run doesn't sit right with you. Oh, hacking, no cheaters. But of course, you have to prove it. Ah. Uh. Can I just say offhand that, like, speedrunning is one of the reasons is because these people would have, like, clipped into Fort Knox or something by now. <laughs> like, that shit... Some bored fucking Russian teen would have figured out how to clip through walls if we were in a simulation. <laughs> right. Like, that's Absolutely. not a joke, that's a thing I truly, really and truly believe. Uh, okay. It's just so long as you don't clip out of bounds and wind up in the back rooms. <laughs> yeah. I gotta remind me to link y'all to that. That's great stuff. Incredible. In- it's like a YouTube, like, incredible moron does a hundred mess and accidentally clips the space. But first, let me tell you about parallel dimensions. <laughs> See, exactly. Some crazy asshole would have figured out how to do. Anyway, you have to you have to figure out how to make this. Okay. If you if you want to uh, present this as a falsehood, uh, you're going to have to prove it. Okay. Um, I'm going to investigate a mystery. <laughs> Do it to it. Oh no, that's a six. I I investigate no mystery, and I am actually just a complete idiot. Right, so the you're having trouble. Uh, I'm gonna make you fail forward on this one. Uh, you're having trouble uh, figuring out how to clip through this wall and. You're a fairly competent speedwalk runner. If you're possible, and you have a video like showing you the frames that it's performed on, you should be able to replicate it. So yeah, Steiner's got his—he's got his first generation PSX out, and he's got Mega Man Legends loaded, and he's just like frantically trying to do this, and it's like, why, why does it not work? Yeah, and. Uh, the the more you mash your face against this door, the more it's occurring to you that this might not be a legit trick. Uh, he doesn't say anything, but his eyes narrow. <laughs> suspicion. Why is that? Is that suspicion? Has anyone ever actually done that when they're suspicious of someone in real life ever? What? Narrow your, your eyes. Yes. I have. I have when people have been pretty sus. Hmm. 
you are you are becoming more and more convinced that this is fake, but the only way to tell for sure is if you start getting deep into the game. And by that I mean Hello? you're gonna need to like unload textures to get in. Hell yeah. You're gonna have Jack to data in. mine this shit. Let's get into the matrix. Jack into the matrix. Ooh. But yeah, okay, Steiner is just like fucking loading. I assume he would have some sort of program to just tear shit apart. Makes sense to me. And so he's just like going in there and he's just physically just like, yeah, just like, this is like some Matrix bullshit, but just like for for speedrunning a video game. And he's just getting in, he's getting deep in the code. He's very serious and it's just like, I don't believe this man could do that thing in a video game. I mean, if uh, if you're not going to run this on an emulator, it's still useful to be able to go frame by frame on the actual hardware. Right. Because I can absolutely believe that Steiner would whip something up like this. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, okay, I'm just... I am deep into the Mega Man Legends code now, and I'm just like trying to find where... I'm trying to find this pixel of non-collision, I guess. This one little pixel where they forgot collision, and I cannot find it. There is... There is no... There are no seams here. It's, It's a texture. The seams are fake. Can't do that clip. Okay. I'm calling bullshit. Dr. Robotnik69 is logging in. I... <laughs> I refute... <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god, imagine that name being called up at AGBQ. A- <laughs> okay, I uh, know. His screen name is... Um... This is really terrible, but it's the best I've got. Oh, really terrible is most speedrunner names. Go for it. The screen name is Domo for the Taco, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> okay. Sure. This is my life now. <laughs> I, I, I was under pressure. <laughs> I was desperately trying to think of something that rhymed with Aragato. <laughs> that sick song was really popular. Fuck off. You're wondering who and he's just got, I like, am. A little, and his avatar is just like a, a robot man handing the viewer a taco. <laughs> Fun fact, Mr. Robot, the album Mr. Roboto nearly broke up sticks because it was just that awful. <laughs> that, the one good song that any, that's the only thing anyone remembers from that album. Yeah. And like, it it was like he was impossible to work like the guy who was writing the album was like impossible to work with because it's a theme album and he was so convinced that it was just gonna be like the next Pink Floyd the wall thing that it's like he wouldn't listen to anybody when they saying no it's in a it's incomprehensible mess what is even going on in here yeah so like the fucking yeah it's just like an avatar of like fucking Jet Jaguar passing out tacos or something <laughs> and yeah so the username Tumble for the taco, Mr. Roboto. God damn it. Alright. No, this is real. and canon. It's the universe I've created. 
I refute the validity of this. Refute the validity. That's not a word. Validity. Validity. Thank you. God, my brain is dumb today. My brain just made Domo Araga. Thank you for the taco, Mr. Roboto. I am done. My brain has quit in protest. <laughs> I, I need you for a few more minutes. Uh, All right, so you you get uh, onto the this fucking Speed Demos Archive have a forum. Oh, it no. used to, yes. It still does. It still does. Okay. Right, yeah, there's a forum. So you hop on there and you open a thread disputing the validity of the run. All right. Um, so yeah. Just Steiner. Okay, so like in 2012, if I remember right, nobody was using capitalization and punctuation on the internet. No, they weren't. Steiner was because Steiner is <laughs> that kind of person. I is the most uh, is the nicest. To be fair, he's also. To be fair, he's also like. 48 or something. And a like literal fucking professor. Yeah. So. So yeah, he's typing this like big, he's typed out this long paragraph, this long fucking essay of providing evidence and details of why this cannot be possible in the game. And the first reply is, fuck you, nerd, lol. <laughs> it must be that asshole. He has an SDA account too. <laughs> okay. To be fair, um, I've watched several videos about uh, cheaters in speedrunners past, um, and there was also a report function on um, on that site, so he could have reported it to to uh, the moderators as well, and they would have taken a second look at it. Okay. But I mean, going on the forums is also good. So. Yes, I've well, done both. Oh, that forms is very yeah. good. Because Steiner's a narc. Yeah. Oh no. I will not allow you to disperch, dismiss, besmirch the good name of Mega Man Legend speedrunning, sir. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so, so yeah. The uh, the threat the thread gets hot and it gets hot fast. Mm. Nerds be like that. Yeah, lots of people calling out the original runner. Uh, Let's say the miss. How about the runner had like his own? Was a fairly popular runner, and there's like a civil thing. Yeah, lots of people being like, "How dare you, sir?" Where I have my I have my own following because one, I have an amazing username and avatar. <laughs> And two have actually contributed quite heavily to the speedrunning community with my uh, incredible ability to find skips and shit. Yeah, I can dig it. Mr. Roboto is a is a well-known poster. This is the Roboto skip. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Steiner donates $200 during EGTQ. And this one is from Dumbo for the Taco he says, Hype! <laughs> wow, I can't believe I'm going to have to kill Dr. Steiner. 
it was early in the it was early. This wasn't this wasn't played out yet. <laughs> to be fair, they've now latched onto orb insisted as opposed to hype, so <sighs> Orb is extremely powerful. I, I wasn't. Was that actually literally just because of the mutant blobs attack game, or was there another thing that started that? I don't remember. I have no idea. I don't care enough to look it up. Yeah. So, uh, it's, with all of that. Nonsense. So today's so Doctor Signer's day. Renewed his license, bought a car, started a flame war on a speedrunning community. Yeah. made the dumbest character. And in, like, less than 24 hours, the the offending run is taken down. As other people manage to confirm that it's bogus. Ah, victory for Steiner. <sighs> this entire time he has not left his computer. <laughs> Like the little robot, that little hot yeah, dog. Yeah, I was, I was about like to fucking bringing say. him hot dogs. Uh, it's just like a small pile of hot dogs next to Steiner now. You had turned Lunchbot off once you got Cookbot figured out, but one of the other robots turned Lunchbot back on, and it's maintenance bot knocking into your shoes. Where's he even getting the hot dogs? Demanding that you eat the hot dogs that are being brought to you. <clears throat> Not now, lunch. Not now, lunchbot. Someone is wrong on the internet. That's not Steiner. <laughs> what the hell happened? There? Not now, lunchbot. This man is wrong on the internet. <laughs> it's still not Steiner, but close enough. Uh, okay. Softly beeping, hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. And then the. The other one. Lunch. 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 <laughs> you are harangued by robots who are concerned about your well-being. It is four thirty in the afternoon. That is more like Doctor Center a bathe robot to remind him to bathe too. Lunch. Or does he actually remember to do that? Okay, he, he's normally good about bathing, but <laughs> the man is wrong. <laughs> Alright, we are gonna go over This was the to... dumbest thing. Yeah? I just want... This was the dumbest thing. And I loved yeah. it. It was great. <laughs> the oh, the highlight of the session. No. <laughs> that's, the, that's gonna be the name that, of this session. That better be the name of the session, honestly. <laughs> I'm considering it. I have to go change my essay name now. <laughs> Okay, uh, Roxanne, you're gonna do the second half of your thing. Hell yeah, let's go to hell. It's, yeah, you go to hell. Uh, I'm gonna have a take two at describing hell this yeah. place. Other players, please don't, please don't run roughshod over me. As you, uh, as Magpie opens the door and you step into the Deadlands, uh, you are not in so much of a hurry this time, so you have a better chance to sort of take in the 
landscape in fucking fire quotes. I'm not in as much of a hurry this time because I got invited. Fair enough. Yeah. That sounds like something Roxanne would do. All right. <laughs> like you don't you don't have your brother and your charge, uh, you know, to worry about here. You can sort of take your time. <laughs> True. Sure. So what all is the Deadlands like this time, then? And so the... The Deadlands uh, is is as bleak as it ever was. The, the sky is permanently overcast, and there are... It's the... Overcast is actually selling it a bit short. The It looks like it is on the verge of storming all the time. Thick roiling clouds fill the sky in every direction as far as you can see. Tiny bits of light pop through, but they don't seem to pop through in any direction, so you can't get a feel of where a sun would be here if there even is one. Alright. The air is stagnant and cold and clammy. It's it feels gross on your skin. The the soil is this sort of dehydrated brown verging on black, and it stretches out uh, again as far as you can see without there being any sort of real horizon. You can make out faint, faint, faint structures out in the distance but you can't even tell what sort of shape they might be from here they are uh, if they are not or they are either uh, quite or, you know regular sized buildings quite a ways away or they are very far away and very large and you cannot get a sense of scale of this place the the mountains that sort of ring the entirety of your vision uh Again, you can't tell how far away they are or how big they are. All right. And you are in the same sort of sandblasted uh, square building town full of ghosts that you were before. And before you stands the massive obsidian palace of the Sultans. Just this chaotic collection of domes and spires and uh, like buttresses that only seem partially connected to the actual building. And you have an invitation in your hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not sure the locals are probably going to be much for conversation, so uh, I'm gonna... Roxanne's gonna head towards the, uh... I'm gonna get this meeting out of the way, because, uh... You know, it's not fun being in the Deadlands, as you so aptly put it. Uh, it's it's not great. Yeah, no, and the the moment, actually, that you step through the door, there is a, a slight pressure behind your eyes. Mmm... I love to be on the elemental plane of hurt. <laughs> elemental plane of boo-boos. Let's go see how... 
<laughs> the elemental plane of migraine. Okay. Okay. Let's let's get going. Let's I've got an invitation, so let's see how this goes. Yeah. Uh you reach the uh sort of the, the grand front door of the palace and uh one of the guards is just sort of ha- hanging out where you know the people door to be. Yeah. Hello hello there. Uh probably don't remember me, but I'm here again and I have an invitation. He, he gives you the most suspicious look. He narrows his eyes at you. Says, you can see it if you like. Yes, please. Invitation. <clears throat> I, I hand him the invitation. Roxanne hands him the invitation. Yep. And he takes it and he reads it and his eyebrows go as high as you have ever seen eyebrows go. (sighs) He says, okay. Um, Wow, this is unprecedented. Um, Yeah, come in. Come in. Um, Shouldn't keep her waiting. Uh, He he is visibly like freaked out by this thing and he passes it back to you. I think this is weird. Imagine how weird it is to receive it. And he, he opens the, the, the people door and uh, takes you through it, and he passes you off to a gar- another sort of interior guard and whispers in the guard's ear, and guard number two looks similarly fucking flabbergasted. And Do you want to see the invitation too? No, no, it's it's fine. You are led through the the long, wide, empty hallways back to the throne chamber. And there are two sultans uh, sitting up in the throne. And uh, has Roxanne actually, like, made any effort to, like, study up on major historical figures to try and identify them? Yes, but also Roxanne is not the smartest person in the world. So she probably, you know, gleaned from talking to everyone else afterwards who was there before. And looked into, like, major historical figures, but might not, probably didn't get very far. Yeah, uh, roll me plus sharp at a minus one. If you're selling Roxanne's competency at identification like that. I mean... Yeah, okay. Minus one. Yep. That's a seven. All right. Um, you, man- you managed to pull. It's it's uh, One of them is just a, an enigma to you, but you can identify this sort of, like, old British outfit and this sort of vaguely feminine shape of one of them. You can... You can pick a good guess that one of the people sitting up on those thrones is Catherine the Great? Oh. Catherine the Great is Russian, not English. Is she? Fuck. Yeah. I I was going to say something, but... Who is that getting her confused with, then? Um... I'm not sure. 
I'll I have to that's here. Uh, no, it's some other like big. Oh, oh, I I must have been thinking of Mary Queen of Scots. That's the that's what oh, okay. I'm confused with in my head. Okay, please, Catherine the Great was my mother. I'm Catherine the Pretty Queen. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong because she is Catherine the Second. But you do you, regardless of my. Uh, getting my wires crossed. You do manage to pull Catherine the Great. Uh, but you're invited here by Cleopatra. She is definitely neither of the two up there. But uh, the the guard who's escorting you through the palace doesn't actually, like, stop as you reach the, the throne room. Uh, he puts uh. you around the perimeter of the room, and as you get behind the the huge uh, obsidian thrones that the uh, sultans sit on, there is a door behind the thrones. Oh man, I get to go behind the curtain? More or less. I'm gonna meet the wizard. Nice. Alright. I'm still gonna, you know, I'm still going to, you know, like, curtsy in acknowledgement that I'm standing in front of royalty. Yeah, they they don't even acknowledge you. They are well. It still cons- pays to be. Yeah, they are consumed in conversation with each other that you can't hear. Hmm. Uh. So yeah, uh, you are led through this sort of back hallway that uh, it's it's pretty wide. It's wide enough for nine people to stand shoulder to shoulder. Uh and then, like, a little bit of extra. Alright. And, uh, you go back, and it's it's kind of a another long, empty hallway, and then you reach a crossroad. Uh, counting the hall that you came from, there are ten offshoots from uh, this, uh, from this little, like, central room that you're in, and above each of the doors, each of the nine doors, not counting the one you were leading out of, there is a name. Uh, Well, you can assume it's a name based on the ones that are in English, but many of them aren't. And there's one that's, like, very obviously, like, Egyptian uh, pictograms. Makes sense. I mean... Yeah. Am I supposed to go forward by myself, then, or...? No, the, uh... The, the guard continues to lead you down what you can pretty accurately surmise as Cleopatra's personal. Do I? Oh, actually. Yeah. While I'm there, can I read any of the other like names at all? Uh, let's see. A bunch of these are two would be in English, um, and yeah. one of them would be in such an old dialect of English. I don't know if it would actually be readable. Yeah, like you can you can pick out uh, George Washington pretty easily. Um, there is one, like, uh, God damn it, Colin! I was gonna get to that. Uh, there is one that's like a very like old script English. There's like phonetics in there that you can't quite parse, although you can tell it is a two word name that, and the last name starts with a P. Okay, well keep that in the back of my head for later, I guess. Yep. Uh, yep, but you are led down uh, Cleopatra's hallway, 
and uh, the hallway terminates in a pretty sizable, like, personal chamber, and it is, uh, it's, it's blankets. Uh, there are th- those, like, uh, God damn it! I'd have to sort through my phone for so long to show you the image, and this is an audio format anyways. I need to describe things. Uh, there are, like, uh, silk blankets all over the f- floor and hanging from the ceiling, uh, hundreds of them, all of them in, frankly, like, the only actual color you've seen since you've got here. Like, there, wow. it's, it's they all... They must be imported. It's all weirdly muted, but you can identify reds and blues and greens and purples. Uh, and there is this, like, huge pile in the back that you can identify Cleopatra from before is sort of reclining against uh, and the guard announces uh, Roxanne Harrison for you and Sultan Cleopatra is just sort of like flicks her wrist to dismiss him out the room and you are left alone in the private chambers of one of the Deadland Sultans no pressure. Roxanne, once again, uh, curtsies and says, uh, and I prepared this one ahead of time. And by that, I mean, I looked on Google. Uh, greetings, great lady of perfection. Excellent in your council. Which is an actual title of Cleopatra's. Whoa, dang. Nice. So you, you say that, and she actually, like, sits up a little bit in there, because she hasn't been called that in a while. And she's like, <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness. Such manners from you. I thought if I was being invited into someone else's home, I should make the effort. <sighs> well, it's, uh... It's a far sight, uh, more effort than most people from your side put in. I'm quite happy to receive you. Thank you for coming so quickly. Well, my sense of propriety and my curiosity wouldn't let me wait. And, uh, by the way, as you enter this chamber and caught sight of Cleopatra, you, the, the pressure behind your eyes, like, deepened. It didn't. It doesn't hurt more, but it hurts bigger. Like more of your head hurts, but not worse. Great. Yeah. What was what was formerly a sort of a pressure behind your eyes is like spread out to the entire top of your head. And she motions toward a uh, a rather large uh, a, a pile of blankets that is smaller than hers but large nonetheless and motions at you and says sit sit we have some time before the elephants are prepared wait the what are prepared <sighs> we uh we sultans are uh in charge of keeping the peace in this land as much as we possibly can and occasionally that means leaving the capital Oh, of course. 
and Roxanne takes a seat. So, I, uh, I understand being here is unpleasant for you. Yes, um, it's a strange sensation, to say the least. Uh, it's, pardon me for saying, slightly more intense than it was last time. Why do you, do you know what's causing this intensity? Well, if I were one to guess, it would be the rel- it would either be the relative uh, proximity to yourself or one of the other sultans, but I'm afraid I don't really know. It does make a decree of sense. It's not so awful that I can't I can't uh, bear it for a chance meeting with one of the sultans of the Deadlands, of course. And tell me, you had you had said last time uh, that you you were a you are a mission. Yes. Uh, I guess I should explain that a bit better. Please, please do. You do. I was born with. A, Let's say an expanded sense of where I am in the universe. A, a a vague sort of expanded sense. In that I'm not necessarily human. Let me, I guess I should put it like this. It's always helped me to understand it. If you wanted something done, you'd create a tool for a job. If it was a very complex task, you'd require a more complex tool. Would you not? Of course, of course. And I suppose that a person would be the most complex tool of them all. Or at least a tool in the guise of a person. And as you are performing the task for which you were made, are you alone in this? I have others that I take orders from. Sometimes it's a simple... A man will walk up to me and forget he forget why he was even talking to me after giving me orders. In some cases, <laughs> it's like a monster has uh, been walking next to me, and I can't see its face, and I can't, I 
can't really understand its voice, but I know what it's telling me. And so I follow my orders because a tool that doesn't work is a tool that gets replaced. And when you receive these orders, the the ones who speak to you, do, do you hurt around them the way you hurt around me? It's not completely dissimilar. It's a fraction of what it is. Yes, yes. Well, young Roxanne, I I believe I may know perhaps a bit more about what you are than you do. Would I be uh, out of line to ask if you could share any of that information with me? Because I'm afraid... I would not have even brought it up if I was unwilling to speak on it. Although, you must understand that what I tell you in this room, you must not speak of it outside. Of course, I have practice keeping secrets. She nods and uh, leans forward in her large pile of blankets and pillows and says tell me do you know much of how the deadlands function what it is meant to do well i can take an educated guess she, she motions her hands out to you and says please please I recall mentioning of the Deadlands being akin to a washing machine. Now, when I think of a washing machine, I think that it is used to remove stains and other things before something is to be used again. So if this is where the the soul ends up after death then is living in the Deadlands washing away what was once part of that soul before it can be used again? Precisely right. Although there, the what is washed away is quite specific. Would you care to guess? Um... I will give you a hint, young Roxanne. What does nobody enter the world with? Memories? She claps in what is possibly the most animated motion you've seen from her. The purpose of the Deadlands is to scrub souls clean of their memories before sending them back out. And of course, those memories, uh, well, from what I understand of scientists who have come through energy 
cannot be destroyed. Those memories must go somewhere, and that is where we find the more unsavory inhabitants of this land. However, uh, there are those who, for some reason or another, cannot be allowed to forget. Are you saying that I may be one of those someones? I am saying you are from where those someones take residence. Okay. Yeah. The the Deadlands is a uh, is quite large and quite vast, but it is finite. There is an edge to it, a sheer drop off into. Well, if you thought of this land as an island, off into a great devouring ocean. But on the other side of this island, there is another uh, place where souls may reside if they cannot be allowed to forget, if their knowledge must not pass from existence. Okay. And over the entirety of humanity's history, uh, one of the most common residents of Elysium, as we call it, are prophets. People who, either in the long or the short, know great things are coming. And occasionally, those great things must be stopped or helped along. And when such things are called for, uh, well, as you can imagine, uh, help must be sent. I understand so far, I think. Now, I have only been to Elysium once. I was considered one who must not forget, someone whose knowledge must be held on to for the purpose of running this side. And so I, unfortunately, I couldn't tell you any more about what you are or what you are destined for after your job is done. But I, I truly believe that you are one of the, one of the, I suppose in your words, tools sent from Elysium to either help or hinder the visions of the prophets. I see. That does... It makes a sort of sense with everything that I know. Can I ask you a a question? Of course, of course. Do you know what happens to these tools after their tasks are completed? I'm sorry. I've I was only in Elysium for a short time after my death when they well, they they changed a bit of who I was so that I wouldn't lose myself here. But once that was done, I was quickly shuffled off. So I didn't have time to ask questions. 
I didn't honestly didn't understand it until years after I had been here. But the greater goings-on of the place, the both the before and after of what you are is a complete unknown to me. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all of this. I think I'm much, much closer to understanding this than I've ever been in my life. I can't, I cannot over express how much this means to me. Well, for for one such as yourself to wind up on this side is I've spoken to all of the other sultans and none of them have any memory of such a thing. So we are we are concerned about what your presence here may spell for all of us. And so I am happy to help you with whatever information or assistance I could possibly offer. Thank you very much. I'm afraid this is all so much to process. I can barely even think of what I could ask, if anything. No, no, of course. Please, you should consider yourself my guest. You may... If I am here, you may call upon me, and I will help you as best I can. Thank you. You may... And uh, you you hear the uh, like the soft footfalls of the guards sort of enter the uh, chamber, and Cleopatra's desiccated head sort of rolls over and makes eye, question mark, content contact with him uh, and she says you are welcome to stay here for as long as you like and make your way home in your own time uh, I'm afraid I have business to attend to oh no of course thank you so much for your time and uh, she rises and makes her way out the room. Well, I'm not going to stick around in Cleopatra's room while she's not there. <laughs> you were just told that you're allowed to do that. Yeah, but it's still weird. <laughs> Roxanne takes a moment to collect herself before uh, making her way out of Cleopatra's chambers and back down the presumably easy to navigate all, considering yeah. it's basically yeah. a, a tree shape. Yeah, and the uh, the the widest corridor is the one out. Right. Well, there's no there's no good reason to stay behind. I'm going to get out of here as soon as I can. Yep. You make your way uh, back to the front entrance. Uh, notably, you are not escorted. Right. Uh, you are sort of given the 
given the freedom to make your way out on your own time. Uh, and as you do, uh, as you reach the, the front entrance, you realize the, the grand doors are open. Well, she did mention the el- she was waiting for the elephants to be ready, didn't she? <laughs> she did mention that. Um, and as you make do way- I... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to ask if I if I see what uh, if I see where they've gone or if they are around at all or if they've left already. Uh, you you managed to catch them. They are just starting their departure. Uh, these things are titanic. Uh, you could you could fit like I don't want to. You could fit like a full size apartment building in their rib cage. These things are so long. That's pretty big. Yeah, uh, it is massive, and there is like this uh, this sort of ornate looking uh, structures sitting upon its back, and you manage to make out the tiny form of Cleopatra sitting on it as this huge elephant with long spiked tusks. Uh, so it starts trundling off. Uh, its footsteps shaking the ground. Off in the direction of one of the the structures you observed out in the distance. Well, something tells me that I probably don't want to stay to find out what's what that's going to look like, even if it's far away. I should probably just get out of here. Eh. So, uh, Magpie is still sitting outside the door, fussing with Milo's ears. Yeah, but it'd be rude to keep them waiting. No, she is she is ready for you to come back through. Alright, yeah. Now Roxanne makes her way quickly back towards the portal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, nothing, makes... nothing fucks with you. Good, good, good. And, uh... <laughs> as soon as, uh... As soon as Roxanne gets through the... Portal... Uh... She says that, you know, she says thank you to Magpie for... For, uh, you know, letting her through and all of that. And Magpie, uh, scooches Milo off of her, much to Milo's enormous vocal displeasure and she closes the door behind you. <laughs> Poor cat. Uh, is Emery anywhere around? Uh, they are not uh, immediately, like, in the room or the kitchen and uh, if you would ask Magpie where they're at, she would tell you that they're actually uh, back in the garage working out. Oh. But they don't, they don't mind getting bothered. Uh, well, Roxanne wants to go uh, speak to Emery real quick. Yep. So you can pop into the garage, and they are there uh, lifting some pretty sizable dumbbells. Just sitting on the little bench. I say, oh, um, uh, well, welcome back. Sorry, I hope I'm not uh, interrupting you. No, uh, no it's, it's, it's fine. So I can't, uh, I can't tell you what that was about, but, um, can I make a small request? Uh, abs- 
absolutely you can. Do you think I could just stay here for the night? They're... They were looking, like, sort of concerned about the, que- the request, and then their face softens immeasurably. And they say, of course you can, Roxanne. Thanks. I've got a lot to think about, and it would be nice to be around other people for the night. Of course. Of course. They, uh... They put their weights off to the side and says uh, go go get comfortable I'll uh I'll shower up and cook something thank you I uh I really appreciate this anytime anytime and they pat your shoulder as they walk out of the garage that. Yeah. <laughs> I proved the man was wrong. <laughs> I joined the magic mob. The magic mob. The mob chick. Uh, well. Also, I know people are going to bring this up. I am aware that Domo doesn't actually mean thank. It means very. Fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> Very for the taco, Mr. Roboto. Exactly. Very, thank you. Very taco, thank you. Very taco. Very taco, Mr. Roboto. This is the most taco that anything can be a taco. It's very taco. (laughs) This is the Ur taco from which all tacos descended. (laughs) Over time, the soft, the hard shell gave way to the softer shell. Taco evolution. We believe that 15 million years ago, ground (laughs) beef was evolved. Does that make hard shell tacos like the trilobites that just have not aged at all? Yes. Okay, see, a soft shell taco is just a uh, regular taco that is recently molted. Ah, there we go. <laughs> ah, okay. So, good good session, folks. Yeah. yeah. Whew. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to update the Deadlands handout. I can figure out how to clear. <laughs> don't, make sure you don't delete. Like yeah, make sure you don't delete the most important part of the Deadlands handout that exoplasm tastes like dust. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yep, there we go. So if you have another Sultan name, uh have a bunch of information about how this place works. (laughs) 
yeah, uh, real talk though, I really was guessing about the Deadlands thing. I did not know at all. You got, got it in washing like, machine. Right. You got it in one. Yeah, you did. Good job. Good job. I just heard washing machine and I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. Yep. Yep. Uh, and a, uh, a, a bit of you fact there uh, the, the process of wiping memories is a one to one process it has to be in real time so souls have to stay there as long as they were alive so if you if you live to be like 93 you gotta spend 93 years in the Deadlands before you get another go yep. and the Jorgen uh, is gonna have a shit time in the Deadlands <laughs> well he doesn't have memory of any of that time so there's nothing to wipe yeah but he was alive during that time, so how does that work out? It's specifically it cleaning out memories. Yeah. And uh I mean if you don't remember it, did it really happen? <laughs> <laughs> and uh monsters in the Deadlands are uh made of congealed memories. That that energy has to go somewhere and turn into something. Well, some of them are. Some of them are souls that escape, and as a result, they get a bunch right. of years added onto their sentence. Right, right, right. But, you know, like, lots of people have memories of, like, being terrified of stuff that's in the dark. And when those memories get washed out and find each other and coalesce, you get fucking shadow demons that like to possess motorcycles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of people have memories about how much they fucking hate mosquitoes. Well, there's the there was a whole <laughs> folklore about oh, like man. that's an actual thing. Oh, I know, I know. It's like a, it's supposed to be like a mythologizing of disease, right? Yeah, like you know how uh, the the ancient Greeks would explain thunder by Zeus fucking around. Like, here's how like people just get really fucking sick out of nowhere. It's there's this monster that can travel through walls and drinks your blood and gives you incurable deadly diseases. Naturally. That's how they mm-hmm. explained it. As and, you then that, and then that cultural I consciousness... Mean, to be fair, that's not far off. <laughs> yeah, mosquitoes are fucking awful monsters. <laughs> so I'm just... I can't help but think that when the internet generation starts dying off, that's gonna really fuck up the whole monster ecosystem. <laughs> Scared of dying alone. How do you personify that? What the fuck? Uh, I'm not ready to fight the Vor monster. I'm really not. <laughs> Nobody is. Fear the fear of dying alone manifests itself as just Wait, like a, I have a space joke. that expands I have a joke. and people can't get can't enter. The Vor like, monster was my least favorite Lady Gaga album. <laughs> <laughs> 